This is me saying something funny. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu and we are back alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Crypto Chamber. Chamber, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been like, has it been over a week since it, we've it chatted? It has. I think the last one we did was last Thursday. Right? And it's, yeah, and it's uh, mid-morning on Friday. And uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I, I lied. I think we we missed Thursday. We missed Tuesday. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we did like a Monday show, didn't we? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's like the longest we've gone without a show, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, thank goodness. And there are people that listen because I got a few messages asking, what the hell, why is there no show? Really? Yeah. Well, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> one is my buddy One is my buddy that listens that is the concealed carry. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, our uh, armed and dangerous friend. Yes. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to, to Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. He texted me. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, "Why the hell isn't there a show today?" That's all right. Ooh, geez. Okay. All right. I will be more prompt. That that's on me. Uh, I do not. No, totally on me. I think uh, this one because I had a four o'clock meeting I got out of in Worcester, Massachusetts, and then had a uh, six-hour drive home. So, jeez. Yeah. Not. Did so everybody I, else fly to this meeting? Yeah, and there's no really good way for me to fly. So, like, there's, I mean, there's no way. That, like, you either fly to Boston from where I am or you fly to, to Hartford, but it doesn't even make sense for me to fly there because it's still an hour and a half from the airport. So, oh, it's like, it was, it was brutal. But Yeah, anyway. that does sound brutal. Anyway, yeah. So, that's it. But we are back and we are... As mediocre as ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, it's been a long. It's been a long. It feels like just two weeks. That we, we were just saying, it's been a freaking long couple weeks. I'm yeah. feeling a little burnt out myself. Maybe getting a little sick. We'll see. Um, I also th- am feeling a little under the weather. Um, I was. Uh, I did some traveling, um, but. Uh, uh, the, the the times I mean there was not much of a time zone difference um, there was but not very much it's just an hour right just an hour um, but I actually heard an interesting statistic while I was away about daylight savings um, and I have no proof to back this up it's just what an expert said out loud during one of my meetings and uh, I wrote it down and I thought it was interesting and they said um, during like when we fall back. So the days we fall back, uh, where we gain that hour of sleep, the next, the following day, uh, there's apparently um, twenty, per, uh, roughly about twenty percent less heart attacks the following day, and then <laughs> in spring forward, so in the spring when we when we lose that hour, there's a, roughly about twenty percent more heart attacks uh, because people aren't sleeping as much. So even just that one hour of sleep can mess you the fuck up. Um, so here we are. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, so I uh, because we gained the hour, I really pushed the envelope. I was doing like uh, I was, you know, mainly heroin. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it was, I'm glad it we was... were both going the same space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but, uh, I mean, 
hold on here. Let's let's back up. So you were doing some traveling. Yeah. yeah and I, you went to Nashville, aka Nash Vegas, which means that we get Chamber in America. Yeah. How? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, it was uh okay. I got I have some thoughts on Nashville. Um first off probably uh in the best way possible probably the most american city i've ever been to um <laughs> in the best way possible it was it was uh, the food was terrific a plus uh the i mean we've talked about music and our love of music and i knew going to nashville that the music was going to be amazing it was probably a hundred times better than i was in even even really wow yeah, yeah yeah like i was anticipating a plus music and it was just like it it, it blew up blew out the doors for expectations um for those of you who haven't been uh like we're, we're talking it's, it's a pretty small area as, as far as like kind of that main you know the heart Broadway, of Nashville. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like you, you can you can kind of walk around. Like and we were all over the place uh, within that kind of uh, maybe a eight block by eight block radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? North, south, east, west. And uh, the cool coolest thing is you can you can kind of hook up your uh, Lyft or your Uber app to these little scooters and just oh, scoot yeah. around they, downtown. They, were you a I bird mean, guy or a, or a uh, lime guy? Uh, the lime ones were the most popular ones, I think. Those, those <laughs> are the ones I saw the most. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it, that was cool. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, so for those of you that have never been there before, it's it literally like every block has 10, you know, bars, honky-tonks on either side. So it's probably 20 per block. And every bar has live music play so you basically take four at steps times. at all times at all times so you're taking you know three steps you're in front of one bar and you're hearing wonderful music you take three more steps you can kind of hear the last one but now you're you're 90 you're hearing the next bar and everybody's amazing um the i think the coolest thing is we were down this uh, kind of a little off the beaten path not on broadway just off i would say maybe north of broadway um, down this little alley where it was kind of lit up with Christmas lights, and we were in this. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think we were on the Bourbon Street Bar in the Bourbon Street Bar or something like that. Um, and it, you know, it was kind of like this bluesy back alley bar. It was very cool, and you know, we were having some drinks there, and you could make requests and you know, and that, all that fun stuff. And, and they were doing a good job. But what you could also do is sign up to play uh, a different instrument or actually sing. Mm-hmm. And I was there with, you know, one of my... Uh, yeah, you can tip them and they'll let you sing. Right. So... Yep. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, you would be. Uh, that would make a lot of sense because you're, you're, you're uh, what, what I like to call an A-minus singer. Uh, thank you. <laughs> very, very high quality. Um, and and so, so, yeah, you could do this. And uh, so the band's up there and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'm interested to see how this is going to kind of roll out where, you know, will the person be able to pick the song that they want to play? Like, say, if I, if I wanted to play guitar and I want to play a particular song, will they know the song? Do I play with them? So I kind of wanted to see what was what was rolling out. And the band kind of stops at one point and it takes takes a break and the lead singer starts calling up about five or six different people. And I realized that, oh, they're not playing with the band they're actually making a band out of these random people that have signed up. <laughs> That's and cool. I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be fucking awful. And I happen to be, uh, you know, prior to this, I was outside having a drink and a smoke and I was chatting up some guy that was from Memphis and we were, you know, we were 
shooting the shit about you know uh, about nashville and and that in in that area and uh sure enough he pops up and i'm looking at him I'm like hey memphis what are you doing up on stage and he grabs a guitar and I'm right on. Right, I'm kind of in the front bar, right, right as close to the stage as possible. And so, about like a, five or six of these people go up, and you know they take about a minute or two to kind of you know greet each other and start talking about what they can and can't play. I'm kind of overhearing it a little bit, and then all of a sudden they just rip into "Hey Joe" by Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> and nice. and obliterate it. It was wow. I'm like, this is the kind of talent that's in Nashville. It's like you right, can just yeah. pick five random people off the street and they're doing, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was bananas. Like another guy I was with, he's actually in a band and we're like, yeah, we're not going up there. Like I'm a, I'm a shitty guitar player and a shitty singer. So when I do both of them together, it doesn't sound awful. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's in, a, he's in a real band and he's like, I'm definitely not going up there. Like every, every person that was playing any sort of instrument was uh, A+. Plus. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, the last thing I want to do is get booed off stage there. <laughs> um, two questions. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu Saloon? I could not find it for the life of me. Now, every Come time on. I would... Okay, listen. I'm gonna, uh, for my own defense... It's not every, that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. But every time I brought it up, I was f- severely intoxicated. <laughs> and I think people couldn't understand what I was saying. Kung Fu Saloon doesn't roll off the tongue when uh, you know, you're know you severely intoxicated. Um, so we didn't, we didn't make it that way. Plus, we kind of had a big group and... The person making the decisions for the group is, you know, kind of a, a he's a worldly guy. I'd been to Nashville and, you know, I didn't want to, you know, take the reins from him. He he was steering us in the right directions nine times out of ten. So uh, he was doing a pretty good job. So I, I, I did recommend it a few times, but it was later in the evenings and I was I was very drunk. And I don't think anybody was necessarily uh, hopping on board with me. Question two, White yeah. Castle? No, I know. Ah, you I, suck. I know. <laughs> I didn't come across it. I don't know where it was. Um, we went to we went to some, uh, I, and f- again, I was there for work. So a few of these things were catered dinners that we were going to. Uh, lunch, a few of the lunches were catered. Uh, so I did go to, um, the first day we were there, I went to Martin's Barbecue Joint, which uh, was amazing. Um, that was kind of right downtown. Uh, the other restaurant we went to that was exceptional was uh, Husk. Hmm. Um, this is just just outside of downtown, and it was like uh, I would call it like gourmet Southern, like like fancy Southern, maybe bougie Southern. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it may have had the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. It was it was nice. ama- it was amazing. So no, unfortunately. Uh, I, I didn't even get my Nashville hot chicken. That literally was the wow. only reason I went there and uh, never had the opportunity to. So, um, so on a scale of bars. 1 to 10, what, what is your Nashville ranking? Oh, 10. 10. 10 out of 10. I told you. Eight, it's A awesome. plus. Yeah. No, it's it's the best. Like, there there was nothing bad. Like, you, you feel like there's no... Like, I went into some pretty sketchy areas. I went touring around. I went to Jack White's um, uh, studio, like, slash record store. Uh, third band records yep so uh, that. that and that was kind of like in a sketchy neighborhood but even in there like it wasn't like it was you didn't feel unsafe and you know everywhere was everybody was super nice that you know the, the the uber drivers taxi drivers they were all great um yeah everybody was just fantastic food was food was f- amazing 
and uh and the and the music was otherworldly so yeah no it's uh i i told my wife and we're we're gonna book a trip to go back there in the springtime i told you i i literally went the first time and then i went back three more times in the next two years <laughs> yeah no it totally makes sense to me and i mean i mean for me it was like a two-hour flight uh i mean it's it's nothing to get there mm-hmm. um and the only thing i didn't realize is you know when we go to these work things the the I think the rooms were booked for us, so we didn't really have to pay for them. So I, I, I went to go check to see. I was gonna maybe book a couple of couple of nights. I'm like it, it was, it was pretty expensive. I think it yeah. was like six hundred bucks a night. Uh, Holy cow! Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, they're not fooling around with those hotel prices, uh, and that was kind of like the I would say the average. Maybe you could get it for four or five hundred, or you could get it for. The other times we went, yeah. The other times we went, we did uh, Airbnbs. I think that's what I'll probably do. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, it, it was the best town in the U.S. that I've been to. Wow, look yeah. at that! I mean, wow. yeah, there, there's, that's a probably out of maybe twenty. I'm trying to think of how many. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty solid. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what else people would recommend as the best city in the United States. But that one is tweet us. Yeah, that one was. I mean, in my opinion, the best one so far. Hashtag Chamber in America, one of my favorite things. <laughs> and oh, by the way, uh, I um, the food, that was the other thing. So a lot of these conferences and, you know, you're, we, we're in the same similar line of work where we're going to work functions and sales meetings and all that fun stuff. Uh, what I did notice during these, you know, hotel venue conferences, it, it, the food layout, I don't know if it was just us, but like... During the breaks, there's like energy drinks and yep. like chocolate bars. Like I was grabbing shit left, right, and center. Um, I was I drunkenly ate a payday bar in my hotel room later. Uh, yeah, you got a lot I, of flack about uh, that. Uh, I thought it was a very good candy bar, not the best, but a very good candy bar. And I yeah, I got shit on for that one. A lot of a lot of haters of payday. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought the candy bar was quite good, and I think I had a I had a uh, butterfinger as well. Um, that was that wasn't bad. It wasn't as good as a Wonder Bar, but it's good. Good nonetheless. <laughs> All right, should we get into some news? Yeah, we should. Let's get in to the news. We've had a lot of stuff go on in this past week. We have. Um, where do you want to start? Um. Let's start with, um, this is from, uh, I have this one from the block crypto.com. Crypto exchanges are experiencing a steady drop in traffic since June, suggesting a declining retail interest. Um, Just I, since June? Yeah, I feel like it's been declined. I didn't say what year, maybe June 2018. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency exchanges around the world uh, have been experiencing a steady drop in traffic since June, suggesting a decline in interest in retail investors. Uh, the block's Larry Cermak analyzed 37 cryptocurrency exchanges and their monthly traffic from April uh, to September. Uh, that was the latest data available and found that traffic had declined roughly about uh, 37%. Uh, in September, uh, the analyzed cryptocurrency exchanges cumulatively had a monthly visit of about uh, 1.3 million, uh, while in June that was uh, closer to about 150 million. So topping the traffic chart, uh, obviously Coinbase at the very top, uh, which had the highest number of estimated visitors during the April to September with just under 160 million, followed by Binance at just under 150 million. So the, the kind of the top ones were Coinbase, Binance, uh, BitMEX, Bitthumb. What do we call that one again? I forget. 
bit hum i don't know you and i differ on that yeah um is it we'll call it bit thumb for now up bit bitrex you uh, were always on the bit home train yeah bit hum makes sense to me because there's not two t's um yeah bitrex indodax i'm assuming that's indonesia uh bifinex kraken poloniex and bx thailand were the uh were the exchanges in question during this uh analysis so um you know some of the ones that uh, we like to frequent uh, your kucoins weren't on there uh, so it must have had fairly low traffic uh we uh we know the 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 liquidity issues Beeksy's having that's not on the list there um I'm trying to think what else is missing from that list they got the they got the usual I, there's a couple here i never heard of before but those are the, your your you know usual suspects what are your thoughts on this uh, have you been on an exchange lately no (laughs) (laughs) me neither uh i have not and so this doesn't surprise me yeah Uh, i mean i'm i do my my daily slash weekly bitcoin buys right yep so but i'm doing that through cash app so through cash um, app okay yeah so i'm not really you know cash app i guess sounds like or qualifies as an exchange of sorts but it's not really you know what i mean Um, so i have a funny story here um that kind of lends itself to to what we're talking about i'll be the judge of that (laughs) it's a story regardless (laughs) it's definitely a story um while i was away uh during one of these drunkenly evenings uh one of my coworkers, uh you know we were i forget what we were talking about we were probably complaining about work of some sort um and you know i said well I, I think I'd kind of let it slip that I was just like, well, you know, one day, you know, hopefully, uh, I think I think I alluded to having something going on in the backgrounds uh, as as a kind of a part time as a part time fun thing to do, which was obviously the podcast, and I let it slip that I had this podcast, and he's like, he's like, is it like popular? I said, well, you know, it's not not popular. It's it's okay. We uh, we have some listenership, and and he said like, what's what's it about? And I told him it was like a cryptocurrency podcast. And he looked at me and he's like, just like stunned. He's like, what? How do you have this? And uh, we got into it and I explained to him uh, that obviously, you know, in the in the cryptocurrency space, there's a lot of very technical podcasts you can listen to. And, you know, we felt the need and kind of give him the, the, the origin story of how Rekt, uh, you know, came to light. Uh, with with the uh, with the initial tweet and how fast we had our first you know ha- how fast we had our first interview and, uh, and and so on and he he couldn't stop laughing I said he's like this is fantastic he was so impressed and I said yeah we wanted a, a fun one so I mean your your regular people could kind of listen to you know seventy percent of it and laugh and then maybe be lost for the thirty percent that we talk crypto. And sure enough, he went home like that night, uh, like we went back to the hotel and he, he texted me at like two in the morning. He's like, this is a great show, Chamber. And he obviously knows my real name. And I, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so um, a shout out to, uh, to, to B, if you're, if you're listening, uh, if, if you made it to, if you've actually subscribed, I told him to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. So if, if you have, I appreciate it. If you're still listening, if you're not still listening, I don't blame you. So uh, That's shout out. hilarious. Sh- yeah. I so, always get really weirded out telling people about it because, uh, I, you know, for the same reasons that you... Right, you know, exactly. Right? I, yeah, yeah, I don't talk about it very much. Um, but, but so, he, like, whenever my, like, real-life friends or anybody find out or, or listen, I'm like, oh, boy. 
Well, and he's but he's like, like our, my boy, my boy that I was just to shout it out at the yeah. beginning of the show. Like he is now an avid listener. Like That's literally, fantastic. he sends me like screenshots of him listening in his car. So I'm like, all right, amazing, so. amazing. So. <laughs> So he, yeah, so he, he's, I, I would say, definitely one of my closer work friends. Uh, so I, I felt comfortable, you know, letting him into the, uh, letting him into the chamber world. Uh, but the next day, you know, we were talking about Bitcoin some more. And he said, like, I don't really, you know, I don't really know much about it. And like, I've been, you know, I I'd heard about it and basically was asking me for my advice. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Have you not listened to three I'm probably episodes not, I'm podcast. probably not the right person. But listen to the advice. You would be impressed. I think the listeners are going to be impressed with the advice that I gave him. And what I told him to do, I said, you want to keep everything simple. It didn't even sound like me talking. So you're, 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 it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your ears off. Um, I told him, you know, download Coinbase onto your phone. Cash app. We don't have cash up here in Canada, so you have to go. Oh, he's a Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fellow Canadian, fellow Canadian. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I told him just download that, and I said, you know, I said you don't want to be you know, heavily exposed to it. You want maybe just a small, a a little bit of exposure to, you know, to Bitcoin, cryptocurrency as part of your overall portfolio. Just to get your juices flowing. Exactly. And I said, stick to Bitcoin and just do you know excuse me i don't like yeah i'm telling you let's listen to what i'm telling this guy i said stick to bitcoin i said do yourself a favor you can set up coinbase to take you know a a payment out every two weeks every month but just slowly dollar cost average away get a small bitcoin position and just stick to bitcoin give it a year give it a year and a half you know figure out the whole space figure out the whole you know cryptocurrency world and then you know if you want to branch out from there you'll have a better appreciation maybe you, you dabble in ethereum or whatever you go from there but what about that what about dollar cost averaging stick Bro. to bitcoin <laughs> i mean the the funny thing is though if he listens to any more podcasts he's gonna it's gonna be very clear that you're a do as i say not as i do 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah so brian yeah if you're listening i did not i think i told him that i said i i told him about uh, uh i think i said i think i bought 45 bags he's like what's a bag i'm like you don't need, <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to worry about what bags are i said yeah. uh, I'm, I'm carrying them all i said you stick to bitcoin isn't that funny though that like there's lingo that we use too that like we take for granted like yeah, bags and- bags yeah yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what's a bag? I'm like, don't worry and about shit it. shit coins and, you know, stuff it, like that. Exactly. So what about, how would you rate my advice? Like, would you add anything? If he, he again, he may be listening. There's, there's a there's a slim chance he could, could have made it to this I episode. I think that's good advice. I, I think, think so, right? Learn about Bitcoin and why it might be important and valuable and then yeah. buy some. That's it. Exactly. Then- don't, don't, you know, don't. Put your entire bonus check on one on one purchase. You wanna you wanna average in, um, and I, I thought that was I thought that was pretty good advice. And I think I even told by the time I'm like I didn't do any of this. By the way, uh, yeah, it's all <laughs> things that you've learned by right. doing. And he was know, impressed. He was impressed with the fact that we bring on intelligent people to tell us what to do. And he's like, that's a real smart. Oh, right. Move. Yeah. Go yeah. back he's and listen to like Mark Yesko, and mm-hmm. then that makes us look good. <laughs> exactly exactly so hey, yeah, I, thought that was, I thought that was so if the smart people like us you know that's really our only job exactly <laughs> so right. yeah so that was uh, that was uh and i think like later that night somebody had tweeted out i forget who it was 
like uh, but the question was like when was the last time you explained bitcoin to somebody or a cryptocurrency and i'm like i just did i mean i was pretty ah, kung fu saloon <laughs> kung fu saloon <laughs> don't listen to <laughs> chamber he's drunk jujitsu bar jujitsu bar karate cafe god damn it it was something along those lines uh, that's funny. Uh, all right. So I don't have a news story specifically on this, but I just wanted to get your uh, thoughts on it because uh-huh. it happened and it was kind of a big deal. Uh, one. Oh, so speaking of exchanges, so this is kind of ties into yours. The BitMEX email leak. Are you f- are you familiar? I am familiar with this. Thoughts? Um. Like I, I well, know, I guess we should like, what, say what happened what it exactly because I really I, I knew. So, so it sounds like they basically just accidentally forgot to BCC all their customers. So right, and it was all the, the emails went okay, out that's to what I everybody, thought. and so you could your emails were exposed. So if somebody knows your email and is uh, hacking, uh, you know, then they could potentially find out what your password is and test if you have the same password for your BitMEX account, and then if you don't have 2FA, that would potentially leave you open to uh, getting your funds stolen. So that's what happened. Uh, Seemed like people thought it was quite a big deal. Um, What do you think? Uh, I mean, that is a big deal. I mean, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I hate it. Like, again, we we do a lot of business in the real world. Like you, I'm sure you've done it before where you've put the wrong email address. Or not even just the reply all. You're you're sending an email to a group of people. Um, say you know it's <laughs> seven or eight people, and one of them you've. You I know. had a coworker of mine uh, a couple months ago send me an email that was intended for me, basically bitching about having a hard time with the customer, and then but accidentally copied the customer. Oh, <laughs> like this is what I'm talking about. Like, isn't that just? Uh, and then I immediately sent it back to her. I'm like, "Did you mean to do this? Please tell me you didn't mean to do oh, this." Oh, she freaked out. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. upsetting, but so that's what basically what they did, but times a billion, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> and where people could potentially lose money off of it. Right. Yeah. Right. So do you use, like, no, you don't use I'm, BitMEX I'm, much I'm, anymore, right? No, I'm American, so I'm not allowed to. And oh, right. That's right. They're pretty good about like finding VPNs and stuff? out. Like if you make one little VPN like mess up, you're toast. Really? So, yeah. But Bitfinex, you're still good, right? Uh, from a VPN standpoint, yeah, they don't really. But so, what? Which one wouldn't you need a B- VPN for? Like, can you? Well, at all? technically, I need B- the VPN for almost all of them. Like, really? Beeksy, I don't. But be- so basically, uh, let's put it this way: any of the leveraged exchanges, I do. Right. Because that's what makes them. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, technically illegal for U.S. customers. I so, see. like, Deribit, Bybit, all those technically still can't use them gotcha um i think they're i think we're here in canada i think we're, i'm good on all of them no vpn needed speaking of didn't you guys have another yeah Canadian exchange go down F- like what, i don't even know what these like there was what, what was, the fuck who would use something called einstein einstein exchange, exchange? i don't know <laughs> i don't know um uh, it sounds less canadian than maple exchange that was the last <laughs> one um i know ha- factory exchange.com <laughs> so sorry exchange sorry exchange.com <laughs> dot ca dot ca <laughs> um hashtag yeah, sorry exchange dot com dot ca 
Oh, that's too good. Um, yeah, I don't know what these exchanges... And there was a ton of money on a lot of these exchanges, too. So I don't know who's using them. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty dialed in to like, what's happening in Canada. And like these exchanges, I'm not familiar with. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, uh, great people, awful exchanges. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great tagline. <laughs> Um, actually, not, not to go off topic, but we've we've kind of missed a couple big uh, things just in real life the last couple we- the last week we haven't been here. So I forgot to ask you how your Halloween was. Uh, Halloween was fantastic. Well, um, we had torrential downpours. Same here. Uh, right up until about five p.m. And oh, then, it was raining during trick or treating. Uh, no, so we had a great window. I'd say between five and nine, uh, with no rain. Uh, that the, brings me to the, my next question: What time is too late? What time do you have to stop trick or treating? Okay, I, I have a little beef about this. Ooh, um, ra- oh, are we on rant of the week? I mean, it's not a rant, but uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of a rant. Can we qualify it as a rant? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm upset now. Okay, you got me. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> We've so. decided we're going to start doing wrecked rants of the week because I have found myself being very cranky lately, and looks like I just got one for Chambers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm wrecked rants of the week oh good for you i'm a reasonable person bunch okay that's if if anything else i am i am a reasonable person i would say you have sound logic and reason uh, and you rationale know, so you know me i'm a big halloween guy i got lots of decorations One of the biggest up. i got lots of decorations up in the front lots of blow up things lots of lights a lot of shit going on in the front okay um i tend to pull the plug out of about quarter after eight i think yep. i think i think eight o'clock is kind of like okay the kitties are done um if, you if your the kids high school stragglers right exactly that's why i say i give them about 15 minutes after eight so 8 15 rolls around i'm done i gotta give the kids you know i gotta put the kids to bed blah 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 steal their candy St- oh pff, buddy don't get me started <laughs> so much candy i have um so i i go out uh i think the kids had the bath already so we're we're just kind of tidying up and, and getting ready for bed. So I, I go outside. I, I take the lights out of the pumpkins. I plug. I unplug all the all the lights, all the blow up things. Turn the front porch light off. It is pitch black. Okay. So you know, get the kids ready. Get my you know my my wife puts the youngest to bed typically most evenings. I put my oldest to bed, and we're you know it's probably now about nine o'clock, and you know all the lights are off. My wife is in in uh, my youngest daughter's room. I'm in my oldest daughter's room, uh, and you know everybody's just just that you know right right about to fall asleep and singing. You know I'm singing a song, and sure enough, <laughs> I'm like, what, what time is this? Nine o'clock. Oof. Like what the fuck? Um, sure enough, these psychopathic looking teenagers are looking to trick or treat. I have a bowl of candy still at the door. And I look at them, I'm like, am I going to lose my mind right now and possibly get murdered? Or am I just going to give them a couple handfuls of candy and send them on their way? And it was the latter. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, all right, fuck. And just grab some candy, put them in their bag. Did you tell them it was too late? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not here to ruin anybody's fun. But I just want people to understand when it's too late without me having to tell them. Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't- think the, I mean, I think it's unspoken that lights off means go to the next house. And I mean, it's not like it was lights off and it was like, okay, well, there's pumpkins out, but like no other, like you could easily see that there was a 
big light up display that is now down. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's it's there was a gray area. Yeah, I had a couple of pumpkins still out, but you could see that there was a lot going on here, you know, an hour ago and now it's dead. So it's I thought I thought it was pretty obvious. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, 8.15 and you can fuck off if you, uh, if you show up after that. I like that. That was a good rant of the week. Uh, uh, don't fucking go to Chambers house after. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a ton of candy. Oh, oh, the other thing too, I, I had tweeted out, uh, when I was coming back, uh, one of the, the, the most frightening parts of Halloween this year, uh, you know, it's, it, again, it's probably again, quarter quarter to eight maybe eight o'clock my my daughter and i are coming back from trick-or-treating and i i see a group of kids and you know there's yelling and screaming going on and all i hear is that house is giving out full-size candy bars and i look at my daughter like yeah let's go get some full-size candy bars and they're like you know i can i can see them talking they're like which house and they they point i'm like they're pointing at my house I'm like <laughs> we're not giving away full-size candy bars this and then you just see like 50 kids run across the street and i'm like i'm gonna get my house lit on fire <laughs> um, so yeah nothing happened fortunately uh, but yeah uh, there was there was kids spreading uh, fake news that i was giving out full-size candy bars wow interesting T- terrifying interesting um so that that happened the other thing that happened was uh it was my birthday on sunday oh that's right i'm another uh year older i am now a year cranky oh cranky that's my cranky years that's when it started 33 the year of of the lord that is the year of the lord (laughs) you either get you either get crucified or you get cranky that's Um, it (laughs) There's no in between. <laughs> no. That's it. Uh, but yeah, no, all right. I've sufficiently derailed the show. I will go. Let's go back to news here. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I have one here from our old friends at CCN. Uh, it is about Tezos. Um, Tezos skyrockets fifty percent after Coinbase staking rewards. And what's next? Up, oh, somebody just rang my doorbell, and my dog <laughs> you got a do- you got a Doge miner going on in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody just rang my doorbell, and uh, that doesn't usually happen at this time of day. And uh, well, I'm definitely going to put a "You can ring my bell" drop in the middle of this right about. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So what happened here? Uh Tezos went over 50% in, I guess, what people are now calling the beginning of alt-season, because uh, I saw some alt-season tweets. I did uh, see some alt-season tweets. The, and this sudden increase in prices took place after Coinbase announced that it would be offering their staking rewards on this crypto. So um, I don't know how much you know about Tezos, but uh, you, I think it's called baking, actually. It is called baking. I think they're called bakers instead of... Yeah, you uh, bake your tezzies. Yeah, it's a How's whole... How's that for some lingo, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> Are you baking your tezzies yet? Go, you, yo, you even bake your tezzies or what? <laughs> Yeah, uh, are you are you holding any uh, any no, XTZ? No, me I neither. I don't have any. No. Um, um, it's it seems to be a whole scene. Uh, there's there's there is a contingent. Yeah, of, there's a community for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm I, what, so, so what are for the those who don't know what's from, from Coinbase. 
Uh, I'm not sure. What, let's see if it says here. It says staking obviously is the process of holding a certain amount of any grip, uh, crypto in a wallet for an extended period of time to support the functionality of its network. So you're basically locking your coins here, um, and it's to help run the typically network. in yeah, to typically in a proof of stake uh, type scenario instead of mining, right? Uh, in a move to provide more value to its customers, Coinbase decided they're going to be staking Tezos. That's probably the first uh, crypto that they can stake on Coinbase, right? I'm, I'm positive that's the only one that you can stake on Coinbase. And it's supposed to be, you know, kind of a simpler way to do it. So um, the announcement read that... Uh, the customers only need to buy Tezos on Coinbase or deposit to their account from an external wallet and they'll start <laughs> earning the staking rewards immediately. <laughs> Brian, if you're listening, uh, scratch everything I said before, <laughs> buy the top of Tezos and no. stake the shit out of it. God damn it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh my God. So users have to go through an initial holding period of 35 to 40 days before they can receive their first rewards. After that, they receive their rewards every three days and Coinbase estimates an annual return of approximately five percent so uh the market went crazy tezos went uh to a high of a dollar 43 um but uh specifically on coinbase it hit i think uh, up to a dollar 90 which is interesting um and now back to a buck 15 so it definitely saw a spike um Oh, and somebody's doing some uh, TA on this. Spiked at the top right around the 61.8% fib line. Ooh, got to get that fib line. Yo, how's now, that? Go learn your fib, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, we're titling this episode Brian's episode. <laughs> we should, uh, if he is listening, we should maybe, uh, if, he, if he gets into it, we'll have him on and, uh, and, and see what, uh, what his thoughts are. We can just roast him with, uh, with lingo and uh, what not to do. Yeah, perfect. I like it. Um, anyway, so that's about it. So you can now stake your, t- you can now bake your tezzies on Coinbase. That's Brian. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Not financial advice. It's definitely the name of the episode is Brian. <laughs> Brian's episode. Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, Brian exchange.ca. Yeah. Slash, forward slash sorry you got one more here <laughs> i do i do uh this guy is uh near and dear to my heart uh illinois lottery winner uh spends spends his earnings or invested half of his earnings in bitcoin uh and uh was uh, subsequently roasted on reddit um <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing man this is all things we're telling brian not to yeah, do. yeah <laughs> don't do what this guy did so uh an illinois man provides proof of his i would fi- probably do this though you know what and i mean he did it this year that's the worst part uh in Il- an illinois man provides proof of his five hundred thousand uh in lottery winnings um and claims that he put half of them into bitcoin um So it goes on here, uh, an Illinois man who won the lottery earlier this year has invested half of his winnings into Bitcoin. The man who posted the score via Reddit confirmed on Monday that he purchased roughly 178,000 worth of Bitcoin back in May. Do you have a chart up? I have. Uh, I don't I have one. Let me get one. Keep yeah, going. let's let's find out what the the price of Bitcoin was in May. So he spent uh, uh, after taxes, um, spent roughly. I think he had. Uh, 
357,000 of the 500,000 remaining and put about 178,000 into Bitcoin. Uh, he also challenged readers to remind him in eight months uh, if, 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 if the investment was a good one, presumably in relation to the price of Bitcoin, uh, but Red had other ideas, of course. Uh, going by the handle Jocks and Lol, uh, the man explained that the first... Uh, had to fork over 140, man, $143,000 in taxes on a lottery winning. Yep. So FYI, in Canada, uh, if you win the lottery, it's tax-free. Uh, Fuck off, really? I mean, we don't have billion-dollar Powerballs, but I mean, you know, like we had, you know, we'll get, we'll consistently get, you know, $150, $200 million jackpots and you do not have to pay, uh, you do not have to pay any any lottery taxes. So, yeah. Uh, same thing with casino winnings. If you if you go to any casinos, you don't have to pay taxes on that as well. Any gambling. May, uh, we're here. May 2019, the monthly open mm-hmm. was 5264, 5264. Okay. The high of the month was 9100 even. Okay. And the low was 52.60 but it closed may at 85.52 so if he's still holding it he's up yeah he's definitely up so i mean presumably he probably is so fuck you reddit yeah reddit (laughs) Reddit, what do you know (laughs) so in contrast to uh jocks and lols forthcoming lottery post wait how much did he buy uh 178,000. okay let's let's assume he bought it at Uh, right around the open Oh yeah, are we saying like that low five? Well, I mean, he if he uh, bought it in May, it's somewhere in there. So all right, let's give him sixty five hundred. Yeah, let's do sixty five hundred. That okay. Good. So what, how much money? One hundred seventy three thousand. Yeah, hundred seventy. How much? Uh, hundred seventy eight thousand. Okay, divided by sixty five hundred. So it's about twenty six Bitcoin. And then let's say he still holds it, right? right? What's the current price? Uh, call 88 it ni- something? No, I think we're at 92, aren't we? Did it drop below 9 today? Oh, yeah, dude. It's like down $400. Oh, today. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy day. No, it is the current price of Bitcoin. Oh, shit, you're right. It's like 87, 87.60. What happened? Yeah, no, yeah dude. <laughs> Brian, buy Bitcoin now. <laughs> Brian. Poor Brian is down his whole life savings over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> jeez, jeez! Oh my God! So at what is what is it? Eighty seven? Yeah, eighty seven. So let's say it's eighty seven fifty minus the sixty five hundred. So he's up twenty two fifty per Bitcoin at just in our hypothetical situation here times twenty six point seven. He's made another sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, there you go. He's covered half his taxes. Just put that into Monero and it's tax free. <laughs> We'll teach you about that when you're older, Brian. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think I would do probably some similar things. Um, oh, for sure. Because Brian was at, like again to, to to loop Brian back into this conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was asking me what I kind of thought the long term. I said, well, you know, when I got in, you know, we were at you know fifteen to twenty thousand k and or fifteen to twenty thousand dollars and. You know, I, I went in pretty heavy and, you know, dollar cost averaged the way down. Uh, I said, so my my entry was an ideal. I said, but, you know, now, you know, we, we were buying Bitcoin. I was telling them about how it, you know, we, we got down to that, you know, $4,000 range. And that was a really, really good time, uh, obviously, to, to pick some up then. But I said, you know, over the next, 
he asked me kind of what I thought was going to be kind of in that midterm. I, I threw out the number. I said, you know, smart people. I said, I'm not saying this, but I've heard smart people say this is that 60,000 to, to 100,000 is probably not unrealistic for the next bull run. And he's, and he's like, what is it at now? I said, you know, it's at 9,500 bucks roughly. And he's like, well, that, you know, that makes sense. Uh, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. But what, yeah, what are your thoughts? Are you in that same boat? Are you hearing those same things? Like, uh, it, it, like if you if you won the lottery and you're like, well, shit, if it's at yeah, I would buy. I would be buying around now. Like, I have no problem. I don't think it's topish ish. Definitely know? not topish. Um, I I think you know. It, and what and what's your what's your horizon? What's your time horizon? What do you think? You know, over the next two years, where could it where could we hit? I would say fifty. I right, think. that's what I'm thinking. I mean, and I, that's conservative based on what other people. And say. you're a conservative guy. Yeah, you, you I know, mean, I, I feel like I'm the the voice of reason. Yeah, of you're the, the voice podcast. of reason. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I can't wait. Uh, I have this somewhere that I need to dig up, but we're getting close to revisiting on our end of the year show from last year what oh, yeah. we had as our our predictions, our predictions for the end of this year. So um, we're getting close to that, and I can't wait to whip those out. Say what's say I I think I'm winning. Are you? I think at the current moment, I I believe I have the the that w- that does not shock me. Uh, that I think I have like an overwhelming lead, right? Now. I think I did. I say a million dollars. Yeah, no, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, uh, we land in this bird. Yeah, let's land it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's gonna do it for us, quick and easy. We just wanted to get out something for you we've been away for a little bit but we will be back in full force next week with two shows one of which is uh going to be very entertaining we have the one and only mr and mrs john mcafee and janice mcafee on with us on monday for tuesday release and then uh do we have someone wednesday we do uh we have our good friend uh cody from new york uh that's going to be joining us on wednesday cody is fun cody is fun Hey, <laughs> we see you, Cody. <laughs> hey, did you see that from him? Uh, his yeah. <laughs> video of him at CryptoCon. <laughs> hey, he is uh, definitely one of my uh, one of my favorite funny funny people on uh, on CT. So uh, I'm surprised. Do you think anybody else is funny? I mean, I no, they're not funnier than me or you. Uh, <laughs> I put you and me. And by the way, my uh, yeah, my my ego also has taken over your uh, your comedic genius as well. So you and I are are at the apex, and then everybody else is just kind of below us as far as comedic uh, talents in the space. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, uh, a I won't man. get it. I won't get into. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A humble man, crypto chamber is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for us to round out the week. Everybody, enjoy your weekend, and until next time, don't get wrecked, Brian. And that is financial advice. Uh-huh.